Welcome home and good news. If you can hear this, you've made it through Friday the 13th. This is Audio EXP for the 14th of October and the episode title is A Dead Channel. Scoundrel Game Labs is in the spotlight this month as voted for by patrons. I am talking to Scoundrel who are super helpful and I hope to get round one of the Q&A back this week. Often there's a round two and sometimes a round three but it all depends on how slumdank my questions have been. A story that John Rinwood topped this week was CD Projekt Red using an AI to put a deceased actor's voice into Cyberpunk 2077. Of course, if you have seen any of the latest Star Wars movies, then you know voices of dead actors are only the surface of what tech makes possible. The CD Projekt Red story and the use of respeecher are interesting because of how the tech is becoming more mundane these days. And that's precisely why actors are on strike right now. They worry they'll be made redundant. I'm not a lawyer, but I believe in the EU and perhaps in the UK, if we kept the law, it is possible to copyright your face. The idea of actors selling their likenesses to movies raises the idea of actors being added to films based purely on their star value, which of course happens already. Still, it may turn actors into nothing more than, say, influencers who curate public opinion and then use that opinion to keep their likeness desirable. Did you catch the creator when I was in the cinema? There was a whole thing there about people selling their likeness to robots. It's all very cyberpunk, which of course takes us back to cyberpunk 2077. This is the future that Pondsmith and Gibson warned us about, except the future is fluid. There's an opening comment in William Gibson's Neuromancer that stays with me because it was powerful and yet a whole generation of readers won't get it. Gibson wrote, The sky above the port was the colour of television turned to a dead channel. Now, that grey snow fuzz of a dead channel is unknown to anyone who grew up in the era of digital TV. Having reflected on how hard it is to predict the future, let's try and do just that. Let's talk about Halloween trends for 2023. I went through the prediction of Fun.com's sister site, HalloweenCostumes.com, and they are certain that Barbie costumes will be big this year. It's hard to disagree. That said, Ken is only the third top for men, and that's after anything video game related, with Super Mario, The Legend of Zelda and Five Nights at Freddy's a particular focus. The top Halloween idea for men, though, is just horror movies. And I suspect that's a bit damning on our creativity. More interesting, though, are the top themes for the year, which are families and groups, Inclusive, now that means adaptive, uh, plus size, just tall, baby carrier costumes and even wagon covers. Pets, which, you know, dressing your pets up as food or dinosaur or Disney sidekicks. And then lastly, decor, especially dying decor and skeletons. My goodness, Halloween is very expensive, isn't it? Expensive and if skeletons are as popular as HalloweenCostumes.com predicts, then there's an anatomy to theme too. Now, funnily enough, Guildstats 
sent me through the details of the anatomy of an average Steam gamer. Uh, Steam is expensive too, with the average value of a collection coming in at $2,800. The Danish play the most, and the Indians play the least. Surprisingly, Brits play a little more than the Americans, but Germans play even more, and Canadians slightly less. I suspect I can resist the siren call of Steam. It's been a while since I bought a computer game, but I am often tempted by books. Which brings me to Forbidden Planet. There are two Forbidden Planet retailers, both named after the movie, and one is called Forbidden Planet International, and the other is the retail arm of Titan Books. Or perhaps more accurately and wisely, I should say the Geeky Shop is also owned by the same people who own Titan Books, Titan Comics and Titan Manga. But what caught my eye this week was an uber deluxe and limited edition of Neil Gaiman's Anansi Boys. These books are signed by Neil Gaiman and have a limited edition art print by and signed by Monet Alicia. They're £100 each and I'm not going to claim to be an expert collector but it seems like a great value deal to me. And I think this is more unusual. And that's that Forbidden Planet say they have an exclusive edition of a role-playing game. They've been stocking Cubicle 7 books for a while now, and maybe this is just a copy-and-paste issue of a blurb, but they say they have an exclusive Doctors and Daleks edition. That's the 5e version of the Doctor Who RPG. Forbidden Planet has an exclusive slipcase for the game. That's a good deal for them and absolutely their demographic. But it's an awkward one for Cubicle 7 to manage as it undervalues fans' efforts to buy directly from the publisher. Another interesting e-commerce proposition is from Cave of Monsters and Elements of Procedures as a tabletop RPG based on Sapphire and Steel. Firstly, I need to somehow watch Sapphire and Steel in detail. Previously, it ran in the breaks of my student days, RPG weekends, and I didn't pay it enough attention. Secondly, Cave of Monster Games are selling limited risographs for the game through Itch. Itch doesn't actually support physical products. So Cave of Monsters Games seems to be offering people the chance to spend a little more on a digital copy and then get into correspondence with them about collecting the physical prints. These are two exciting propositions, that limited edition Doctors and Daleks and Elements of Procedure. But my standout this week is Rachel from Hivemind Games. Rachel is a solo RPG in which you will complete a rite based on real-world occult beliefs. Yep, I can imagine the red-top newspapers and the religious rite will go nuts if they hear about this. Hivemind Games are up for the publicity, though. And I know this because I interviewed Josh, a co-founder. It's Josh who confirmed to me that the ritual players will learn is influenced by their magical understanding and will, they think, get people more interested in the occult. Ritual hit Kickstarter later this month and you can watch Geek Native for details. As ever, you can find the links in the show notes. Outside of Ritual, but not outside of the Satanic Panic, there's a new D&D book coming. It's the first of the fallback series, and it's called Bound for Ruin. It's a D&D 
novel. It's also published by a Penguin Random House company. That's the same group we talked about last week, as being cut from the distribution logics at Wizards of the Coast. It's a reminder that publishing and distribution are different, if related. Before we talk about bundles, which are appropriately Halloween-themed, I want to bring up my surprise for the second big hecking two-day Prime Day sale of the year. Firstly, we remarked on how Prime Day was actually two days, and then secondly, Amazon threw us a curveball and had a second Prime Day sale this year. My surprise was that D&D was included. That did not happen earlier. If books are bestsellers, then you don't need to discount them. If people are paying full price for books, then you don't need to discount them either. And that's why I think it's interesting that D&D was in the sale this October. Of course, there's a nearly but not quite new edition of D&D due out next year, but to people new to D&D and who still need the core rules and official hardbacks, know that. Or, as I want to do, am I overthinking this? Does Amazon add things to Prime Day based on an algorithm for the last 30 days sales whim? In bundles, the bundle of holding is holding a horror series for October. We've got the OSR of Best Left Buried by Saul Muppet, and that's a game where PCs are dungeon crawlers called Crypt Diggers, and I think they're likely to die. There's also horror adventures from the Arcane Library. The head librarian is Kelsey Dion, who wrote Secrets of Skyhorn Lighthouse, which happens to be the highest rating adventure to date at the DM's Guild. And lastly, there's the pop culture horror ebook bundle at Fanatical, which will get you hundreds of bucks of reading for just a couple of bucks. And, enter, and if you enter the code GeekNativeFan10 with Humpback Capitals, you will get a further discount. So on that note, keep safe. Just you know, ignore that shadow watching you, and I'll see you next week.